Hey, 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 people of the world. So I'm Danny Uzwebu, and today I'll be talking to you guys about how unstable America is. If you really haven't noticed, well, you're going to find out today how I see the world. Now, you're probably going to ask yourself, what does she mean by this? Well, I'll raise the question. How does the challenge to the status quo usually result in vicious retaliation through group behavior? Throughout American history, Americans have shown tendencies to overreact and retaliate in violent ways just in response to social changes and crises. One example being the Salem Witch Trials. Imagine the 1600s, a time for organization, establishing settlements, and creating more control for a standard way of living, with migration being a huge necessity to live the way you want. But this conflict of so-called witchcraft arises in the late 1640s as more and more people hear of this new problem it places fear in their heads and a desire to find the root of the problem. People such as Joseph Glanville, who made the book Against Modern Seducism, fired up people to believe in witchcraft even more, as well as making them believe they need to avoid it by practicing Christianity or else they were so-called heretics. This idea of witchcraft, witchcraft not only caused fear, but made people close-minded to different ways of life, made everybody vulnerable and set power in the wrong hands due to the false accusations. Witches were blamed for weather, diseases, death, and other natural occurrences. People would blame their neighbors for their farm animals dying, kids getting sick, and stuff as little as plants dying. A lot of these false accusations were believed and people were thrown into jail awaiting execution. People also falsely accused to gain land and property as well as gaining a form of leadership. Overall, the Salem Witch Trials was a result of a new thing causing fear and people were taking advantage of the possible outcomes of a successful false accusation. With everybody in fear, people were vulnerable to believing the lies and followed the trend of witch hunting and purifying the city of, witch, of Salem of witches that weren't even a problem in the first place. Moving on to the next topic, which is the Red Scare, it is another prime example of Americans overreacting to social changes as well as a crisis. With World War II just ending and the Cold War with the Soviet Union just hitting its peak, the Red Scare of the late 1940s through the 1950s was a national fear of the spread of communism through the United States. The Red Scare caused paranoia. And again, must I mention false accusations of people being communists, which is also known as McCarthyism. The paranoia of communism led to the suspicion that regular workers like authors, school teachers, artists, journalists, labor organizers, and especially federal employees were communists. Hold up. Wait a minute. Something ain't right. 
Even civil rights activists were experiencing the same accusations. Martin Luther King was accused by J. Edgar Hoover to basically intimidate him and the rest of the civil rights movement. FBI's director at the time, Edgar Hoover, detested King and suspected him of being a communist. His spies discovered evidence to support that. Federal employees of that time experienced deep analyzation to determine if they were fully loyal to the government, and a lot of them lost their job due to Joseph McCarthy and his investigations and hearings to expose the so-called communists of the U.S. government. Hmm. Let me change your question a bit. I invited them to give information of wrongdoing, graft, corruption, communism. I am continuing to get that information. Getting documents, too? Yes. Are you getting any more as a result of your appeals than you got beforehand? Mm. The fact that people chose to believe these accusations give the same vibes as the Salem witch trials. There was no real evidence of the treason, but they found that to be the only way to cope with their fear. The Red Scare and McCarthyism ruined a lot of reputations and made the U.S. government look more corrupt than it already was. It fueled a lot of conflicts and blew the problem of communism way out of proportion. The last and final topic that shows how Americans respond to social change in crisis is the HIV-AIDS panic of 1980s. The 1980s was the time of new conservatism and putting a freeze on nuclear weapons to ease the minds of the people of America, as well as other places that were just afraid of a full-out nuclear war. But unfortunately, a new epidemic arose, which was the spread of the HIV-AIDS virus. Not much was known about the virus. There People didn't know how to handle it. They didn't know a cure for it. There still isn't a cure for it, obviously. But they just didn't know how to treat it. And people were just dying of diseases that people didn't even know about. AIDS and drugs. From its beginnings in New York, the deadly new combination is on the move, headed for America's other big cities. What made matters worse about this new virus is that people... Notice that it was more common in homosexual men. That's when people started to basically shun them in society, bash them. Gay people experienced a lot of prejudice. And not only that, but they started calling it a gay disease. Not only did people say that this virus can only be popular in the gay community, but it also was said to be popular in people who live in poverty or drug addicts, which in reality is not true at all because it can affect anybody. Anybody could get the virus and anybody can be affected by HIV. But that's what people didn't know about it and they were trying to come up with rational groups of people that could get the virus but in reality the virus wasn't it wasn't exclusive just to them this continues for years cell by cell the virus destroys its carrier's immune system untreated the person becomes ill from a series of infections 
instead of working together to basically treat the virus or figure out what it even is, people were just grouping others into I'm safe or convince themselves that they're safe from the virus when the epidemic in Africa was going on and it wasn't exclusive to just gay people, people in poverty and drug addicts. Anybody there was getting it and instead of just targeting the problem, they were panicking and that was all in a result of fear. All in all, America cannot handle social crisis or change due to the fact that they struggle with not letting that the fear inside them consume them, as well as crowd judgment affect their judgment on the situation. They kind of go with the monkey see, monkey do, and, and that's the problem when it's not as rational as it appears to be. Events like the Salem Witch Trials, the Red Scare, and the Panic of 1980s should be seen as a lesson to bring crowds together, not to separate people into groups just to find a solution to the problem when that's not the way of doing things.